Today on the USA 10 cast, if you're feeling daft about the draft, don't worry, we've got Travis Clark here to tell you who's going to make the biggest splash in 2012. And also, why the impact might not live up to their moniker this season after picking Andrew Winger first. All that next on the USA 10 cast. Welcome into today's USA 10 cast, John Arnold, joined by Travis Clark, the topic. MLS draft and combine. Travis just back from Florida, and now, of course, today's draft in the books. Travis, welcome to the TenCast, man. How's it going, John? Thanks for having me on. It's going well. Well, we're glad to have you. I, I wanted to make mention, I heard Alexi Lawless name drop you during the second round of the draft. I, I hope you were watching then. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I specifically asked for him to do that, so, um, <laughs> so after, after feeding him information in Florida, so... Well, see, nice to see that he remembered. Yeah, most people name drop him. He names drops you. We're glad you're still remembering the small guys here at 10Cast. So let's get into the draft. After the draft, especially, you know, NFL and some of those longer drafts, everyone wants to give grades. Um, so I thought we'd kind of talk, maybe not specifically letter grades, but maybe who had really good drafts and who had drafts that were a little subpar, maybe that you, that you would have you know, I've gone in a different direction if you were in charge. Let's start with the positive and accentuate that. Travis, if I had to say who had the best draft out of the MLS teams, who are you going to go for this year? Well, of course you have to preface everything by saying you never really know until these kids have been in the league two to three years. It's kind of like the NBA where you have so many few guys that actually end up making an impact, so you just kind of never know. But um, I really liked Philly's draft. They picked up... The Ford Chandler Hoffman, who's a uh, generation Adidas guy, goal scorer, scored 18 goals at UCLA last year, and he's a young talent that can kind of bring along slowly, and you know he's another one of these young, uh, exciting attackers that Philly adds to their ranks, as well as Greg Jordan, the defensive midfielder out of Creighton. He sees the field really well, technical player, uh, wins a lot of balls in the air, and, and then Ray Gaddis, for me, one of the sleepers of the second round, West Virginia guy. He was injured a lot, I mean, on and off kind of his last season and didn't get a combine invite, but he's athletic. Reminded me a lot of Marvell Wintype. So uh, that was good to see him come off the board, and I really, really liked the Union's draft. Um, the Kuwait Caps did pretty well, but that wasn't really anything they did. You know, you have Darren Maddox there staring at you at number two. If you don't pick that, it's just foolish. Foolish. And uh, Chris, Chris Estridge, I think, could come good as an outside back depth. Now, I noticed in the uh, ESPN.com piece that we'll link to here on the, uh, under the 10 cast, um, you, you said that the, the uh, Impact probably didn't have a, a great draft, in part because they did pass on Darren Maddox and went forth Andrew Winger. You think that that, uh, that was a poor decision? Was it a case of paying off now in terms of paying off later? Why did you classify that as, as a poor move? Honestly, when you have a player like that on the table who can bring game-changing speed, uh, flash, somebody to generate excitement, then it's, I think, this is all my opinion, of course, I think you go with Maddox. He's kind of a, he's that exciting electric play. People come to see watch. Wenger, I think, will be a good player. Like, and that was why it was difficult to write and classify it like that <laughs> because the, you know, the explanation behind it is Wenger's a great player. I like him, too. However, you know, there's that caveat. You have Wenger versus Maddox. I take Maddox because I think he's going to do something great. I think Wenger will be a solid 10-year pro in MLS or elsewhere. 
but he's not going to do he's not going to wow you he's not going to put butts in the seats and he won't make Montreal you know an exciting team whereas Maddox really could have he's, he's got the speed to stretch the field he's a really fun player to watch kind of the uh perhaps picking Michael Jordan uh there you know not taking him first situation in a, in a different sport yes but instead of Sam Bowie maybe you pick somebody who's you know had a similar sort of career you know been a solid pro but not like that superstar instead of a Sam Bowie, you know? Right, right. Like I don't think Wenger will be that kind of a bust, so that that would be harsh. Okay, okay. Well, we'll try not to be too harsh here. In fact, I I want to bring it back to a positive situation. Uh, down in the combine, there for several days. Who do you think improved their draft standing the most with their play at the MLS Combine? I think a guy like Casey Townsend really did because the Maryland forward. He stood out even though he didn't play the final day game because of injury. But he or his guy came in with a senior contract already. You know, it was a pretty well-known quantity. But uh, I think boosted himself, pushed himself up the ladder, you know, five or six spots by just showing, you know, how he can stand out against some of the better defenders. He's, he's a guy who's like, he's about 5'10", but he plays like he's about 6'3", as a forward, and is, has really good nose for a goal. And scores well with both feet in many different ways. Scored some nice goals. So I think he, he pushed himself up a little bit with his performances at the Combine. Is there anyone that, that, that kind of brought themselves down with uh, disappointing performances? The guy, Chris Estridge, who I mentioned, I don't think he you know, did his best. So Tyler Polak who ended up in the second round. And, you know, he's a left back. Generation Adidas guy, but ended up not you know, hanging around to last. He was the last generation Adidas guy off the board, kind of struggled at the Combine, but that's not completely surprised because he's a little bit raw, a little bit on the young side. Now, you know that the culture we live in today is all about the now. Everything is instant, and people will tell you that that's kind of just a byproduct of, of the young people that we are today and that kind of thing. So I'm going to ask you, who are we going to see from this draft, you think, make the biggest impact, maybe, maybe the rookie of the year for this next season? Is there somebody that stands out to you as someone that, that MLS fans are going to learn the name of right now as opposed to two or three years down the road? One guy I'm high on, uh, I was high on both before the combine and then especially after it is Ethan Finley. He's a guy from Creighton. He's a really hardworking forward type. And a lot of the times, you know, talent alone can get you so far. But this is a guy who's going to go to Columbus. He's going to work his tail off. He'll have a chance to play because he's going to be used as a wide midfielder, which is something Columbus is going to need this season because, you know, they're losing Rodgers. Looks like they're losing Emmanuel Ekpo as well. So I think he'll come in. He can score goals and, you know, goal scoring helps push you into that sort of, you know, rookie of the year category as long as you're producing stuff offensively. Someone like Matt Hedges might have a stake of claim with that with FC Dallas. He's a the defender who has struggled a little bit at the combine, another guy who maybe slipped down the table, but just a very clean, very smart guy, very big defender who if they lose George John, he can fit in and fill those shoes. Yeah, I I think George John might be on the way out just from, you know, uh, conjecture, I guess. Uh, I wanted to ask some macro questions about the the draft. It looks like the Red Bulls in particular, maybe a couple other teams, are just kind of taking the approach that they're not really too interested in drafting players and might go with a different strategy, you know, with the trade this year and, and also trading away next year's pick. What do you think about that? And, and I guess uh, as kind of someone who follows college soccer and, and of course, the MLS pretty closely, do you think that we're going to see more teams doing that? Well, it's kind of the nature of college soccer is that it's not the best in terms of developing players. Whereas, 
you know, this is obviously, a, you're kind of opening Pandora's box here with a question like that, because <laughs> I could talk, I could amuse, I could write you know, 10, 15 minutes, you, know, you could write thousands and thousands of words about something like that. It's something that, you know, the draft, I think, will always be there, and will always be made an, an important event, but in terms of the players coming out and making a difference, I think you can you can you can't really tell um, because these guys aren't these college guys are playing from August through November or August through December, and they're not they're playing in these quick flurries. So it's it's hard to say. You know, one team views it one way, and I think other teams will continue to value it. So I don't think it's something that's necessarily going to go away. You obviously can see you know what the Red Bulls think of it and how they treat it, and you know that speaks to to what they think, but I know that other teams do their scouting, they look for players, and will continue to do so. Also see a different philosophy with that team in a couple other aspects. Just kind of wanted to point that out, just to be fair. Um, also this year, I think we saw a lot of really good coverage from yourself and your colleagues at MLS Soccer, um, from ESPN, and I saw a lot of kind of surprising backlash from people about the, uh, the draft coverage, and I guess I kind of think uh, perhaps... Perhaps we've made it now that MLS fans are complaining about getting too much coverage. Um, what did you think, I guess, about about the coverage? And of course, you being part of it, um, were you surprised to see that level? In terms of the coverage, you know, right. it's it's, a, it, it's an American sport, and you needed these big events to draw people in, to draw draw attention to it. And I don't think that while it's not necessarily the same development path that many people want to see. I think that you gotta you gotta do things like that. You gotta do it big. If you made it small, then you know what would sort of be the point of it. It's it's kind of hard. It's a hard thing to really pinpoint to really explain and kind of break down because you know people don't want to necessarily see the best players going to college and going through the draft. But who are they to kind of sit here and say, oh, such and such is a good soccer player. So because he could help my club or help the U.S. national team, he can't go to college. I think that's a little bit backwards. You know. They're, they can use their athletic ability to get a free education. If you could have gotten a free education because you're good at a sport, would you turn that down? You know, like that. That's kind of a. It's not an easy, easy thing to tackle, and not an easy question to handle. Right. Well, I'm, I, I didn't mean to throw a high tight one in there, but you know. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not sitting here being offended. It's just, <laughs> I feel like, you know, fans of the game here sometimes they can't have it, you know, one way or the other. It's like. A, I don't know. It's 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 a hard thing to really tackle and harder thing to pinpoint. And honestly, I've been so busy, I haven't really thought about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I did come at you with the macro questions, and that's kind of what I was saying. I'm surprised to see people. Like I said, you know, we've been clamoring so long for more coverage and more coverage. Now we finally get it, and we ask for less. Anyway, Travis Clark, any uh any overarching thoughts on the on the 2012 draft, and uh, just kind of your thoughts, kind of final thoughts in general. Well, honestly, it was nice to be only two rounds because it's a little bit shorter and gives you a little bit less time to have to kind of sit there and wait for teams to make picks. But it'll be interesting to see how it fleshes out. There's some good players out there. People sort of discount college soccer and discount the the level of players that are there. And, yes, it's not the, the prettiest game and not the prettiest uh, sport at times. Uh, but I think that there will be a number of players here that will surprise some folks, and they'll be excited to see them in, in their respective teams' uniforms in the coming year. That's a point that I was going to make. I thought it was a decent TV with the uh, short rounds. You could sit down and watch it. Well, maybe not. If you have a generous lunch break, maybe. But four minutes for each team to pick. I thought, uh, 
I think the league has done a good job of kind of making it something that fans can watch, and it looked like the people there in Kansas City were having a blast. So an event that, like you said, I don't think we'll see going away, and perhaps we'll continue to uh, titillate. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. I don't know how it'll happen, but it should be, should be fun to watch. All right, well, Travis Clark, appreciate you joining us, as always, on USA 10Cast. We'll uh, surely get your thoughts on some more topics very soon. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thanks for having me on, John. Have a good one. You too, and thank you again, listener, for listening to 10Cast. Again, we are on iTunes now, which we're very excited about. All you have to do is do the iTunes search for USA 10Cast. There's also direct links and stuff. We'll make sure you can find us. Anyway, subscribe, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.